0: I am so honored and blessed to be able to connect with a beautiful person that I have been friends with for a very long time, Laura Lee. She supports and guides empaths, creatives, entrepreneurs and leaders who are ready to stop hiding, staying small or second guessing themselves and instead plug back into the light of their soul. Her gift is her heart and her passion and devotion And her unique way of tuning people back into their innate gifts, voice, and inner wisdom. In this podcast, we not only get to hear a little bit about her personal story and growth, but we get to hear about how she works with people in a way that is empowering, loving, and supportive. I can't wait to dive in. Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. Hello, beautiful souls. It is Miranda here with my beautiful, beautiful friend, Laura. And I can't wait to dive deep into getting to know her a little bit about her story and a little bit about how she may do things a little differently in life to create the prosperity that she truly, truly wants. So thank you for being
1: here. Mm, Thank you so much, Miranda. I'm so excited to be with you on your podcast and just here with you in general. It's always a pleasure. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So I'm going to dive right in. I would love to know a
0: little bit about your story that you would like to share with us. So I always love to really connect people with the person who you be. So maybe think of a story that is coming up for you right now that you would love to share with our audience on who you are and what you bring to this
1: world. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for even asking that. And, you know, I would say the first thing that comes to my mind to even say out loud, um, is I'm a person who's been dedicated to unleashing herself in this world. And that took a lot of courage. It took a lot of intention. It took a lot of surrender. and I wouldn't be sitting here doing what I'm doing now in the world if I hadn't done that for myself first. So I just want to say, you know, I'm here because I embody what I teach. And I, that's why I'm so passionate about this work as well. Um, you know, it took, I think for me as a little girl, I was very, very intuitive and very in tuned <laughs> to everything around me. And for me, that meant being born into a family where I took on the role of taking on everything for everybody. I was feeling everyone's emotions, everyone's pain, um, holding it for them, right? And always kind of, you know, molding myself also to fit what would make everything okay for everybody else. So... I often say that I kind of toggled between I'm too much or I'm not enough because for some in my family, I was too much from the time I came into the world. It was like, nope, nope, she's not welcome here. No. Um, And, you know, you feel that. And then for others in my family, specifically my mother, um, also too much, but also not enough. So there was just always trying to take care of people and, in that I lost myself, you know, I lost connection to, first of all, the divine that I had so easily connected to as a little girl. Um, I began to feel alone. I began to feel unsafe to just be who I was. Um, I remember specifically, I was thinking about a memory this morning about that and how, you know, for me to be, to be big in the world, to really shine as me, it almost felt, in a way, it almost felt dangerous. Like that I would be somehow not just taking away from others, but that it would encourage, um, you know, that that I would be punished for it. So I remember as, I don't know what grade it was. I think it was like sixth grade. So I, I also, you know, was born dancing, singing, artistic, uh, playing out in nature, you know, they had to like make me put clothes on like that. So I was like this wild little nature girl. Um, and I love to sing. So I naturally would sing and I sang at school. And I remember getting up, I think it was sixth grade because I remember I was wearing purple. And I sang a solo. But I never remember feeling joy doing that. It was painful, almost like having to push through it almost like, um, it just, it wasn't safe to be me. And, you know, I think back about that and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I tried so hard. There's so much about, I would just want to wrap my arms around her and be like, you, you tried so hard. You, you did so good. Like it's, and, um, um, you know, training my nervous system and healing the wounds that I had to heal to get to where I am today. Um, there's a process of having to, you know, teach your body. It's okay to be, to be who you are and to shine. And in fact, it will show you who you are.
0: I wanted to, um, go a little deeper into that because as you're expressing things, it, It feels like there was this external want to make other people happy. And what was happening is you were not tuning into who you were to make you happy. So it was all the external of trying to fit in, which is really what most of us struggle with throughout our life in some point in time, in some way, right? It's about fitting in, being enough, being not too much. Looking a certain way. It's all about what society says that we should be, right? So these beliefs that you had about sometimes not being enough or maybe too much, how have you stepped into that now where you can almost just like say, you know what? I'm both. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, I am too much, and that's awesome. <laughs> sometimes I feel like I'm not enough. And
1: that's okay too. You know, I'm both. Absolutely. Well, you're what you're describing to me is that full acceptance of who I am. And, you know, I think um that is that unleashing of ourself. Like when we can fully accept, um, yeah, some days I feel like I'm not enough. And there are other days where I feel like I'm too much and and that's okay. But I get to I say I went from fixing myself to loving myself into being. Um, That's how I feel about what the, the journey I've been on. You know, I was constantly trying to fix something that wasn't broken. And, you know, for many reasons. Like you said, we're our social conditioning, the families we're born into, the sibling dynamics, that was huge for me. Um, having a mother who struggled with bipolar depression, it's very similar to alcoholism where you just you don't know what you're gonna get and so it's very disconcerting it's very you just you don't feel um, safe, right mm-hmm. So you know there's so much that I had to unwind from and allow myself to be vulnerable and seen and honest about what I was feeling and I didn't really start that until my 30s. I didn't it was too you know, it was too scary. And I had to get to that point. I I describe it as my soul literally felt like it was trying to burst out of my body. I I could not keep it in anymore. And so it was that moment of surrender where I was like, yeah, I'm still afraid and I don't know how to do life differently, but I cannot continue to ignore my soul.
0: And I love that you keep saying the word be and being because as you know, uh, human design goes into the energy that you are. This is really our purpose, right? A lot of people feel that their purpose is what they do, which it is in some way, but it's who you're being while you're doing it that really creates the impact. So when you work with people or even on your in your family, or when you're working on some things for yourself, who are who do you who do you choose to be on a daily basis?
1: You know, I choose to be this unconditional love. I, I choose it, and I think, and that doesn't mean I'm perfect. That does not mean that I don't have hard moments, but how I show up is the way that I show up for myself now is with this unconditional love and acceptance. And, you know, not just that, but an energy of empowerment. Like, you know, I used to think to love was to take care of others. And in some ways that was to be responsible for them, right? As a child, I learned that early. But now I like to to say, you know, I I stopped taking care of others and learned or being responsible for others and learned that to love people well was to instead hold them capable and empower them. Mm -hmm. Like I can love you and hold you in so much love and also see you as fully capable and empower you to step into who you are. And part of that requires... I couldn't do that until I took off, until I scraped off the story that I had been living in. Now I can see people, fully see them, right? I can see their soul. And they say to me, my clients will say, I want to see myself how you see me. And I'm like, you are and you will because you're sitting here. And And you're the reflection. Yes. Mm Yes. Yes. And you already see yourself that way because you're sitting here. And it's just, you know, I see this process as a process of just removing everything that's not you so you can be revealed. And that shows you what you're going to do, like you said, with your being. (laughs) Yeah, You just have to move towards it, but you have to be willing to, you know, do the, the inner Chipping away, which also requires that vulnerability to ask for support. Not I don't know that any of us do that by ourselves. Mm. You know, we we do need that support. So do you feel like um, that is
0: how you are provoking those social norms is truly letting yourself be who you are and helping those step into their authenticity?
1: I do. I think that by um, being vibrating at the true essence of who you are, it naturally ripples out. It naturally gives other people permission, and they feel it. And you know, most people that come to me, my client clients are usually um, creatives, empaths, entrepreneurs, people who have this call on their soul to create something in the world. But they've been not creating, they've been kind of trying to do, Mm -hmm. even if it's a business they created, from a place of, I have got to succeed. I have to prove that I'm worth worthy. It's from a place of, and whatever their story was growing up, maybe it's that only um, intelligence was valued or only this was okay to be. So now they're coming and they're saying, I want both. I want to be, I want to rest. I also want to be, I want to have beauty in my life. I want to have, um, I want to dance. I want to feel. I want all of those yummy, beautiful um, parts of myself to have space. And I want to create a thriving business. And that is all possible, right? But before it was like, Nope, I got to push through and make this happen because that's who I am. That's who I am, and I yeah. think it's like actually, you know, there's a part of you that never really reaches full satisfaction because your soul knows that that's not all of who you are. That's who that believe, yearning, yeah. You believe you think you are because
0: of the experiences and how you were grown up and society, that's who you should be. So I love that you brought that in because I love to talk about prosperity and there's different ways that we view prosperity. I used to feel that it was one thing only. It used to be money, having money to be able to travel, to be able to get the things that you wanted. You know, it was all based on that when I realized that each person, and I learned this through human design, that each person has a different way of feeling prosperous. Mm -hmm. So I always love to ask, what is your um, version or what is your definition of prosperity or prosperous life and business?
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. I love this question um, because I love redefining things for ourselves. Like, Really, just you know, standing up to say, "Yeah, the world defined this for me for most of my life, and I get to redefine it for me." And so, when you ask me that, I think of um, the word, the word, thriving. But to thrive, I need full access. Mm-hmm. I need full access to myself. I don't want just one partial, you know, this thing or that part. Um, and someone said the other day, someone asked me, we were talking about money with a client and it was about what's the return on investment. And, and I was like, what's the return on investment? Let's look at all the areas. So to me, it is financial abundance, but it's also, let's look at your family life. What about your relationship? How is how is your relationship with your kids? What's going on? Do you love where you live? Like what, you know, like, let's look at all of you holistically. and. What's prosperous? Like, what doesn't feel like it's thriving? And not to judge or be like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing wrong? More like, how can I have more access to that? Is there something in some way that I'm not allowing myself to bring or block myself from receiving and kind of do the discovery work of what that might be? Because it's kind of like being a detective, this work you know, it's like, let's go in and find out. Let's, let's, let's get curious. Like, let's find out what's possible for you to feel prosperous. It kind of goes hand in hand with that energy of abundance.
0: Mm.
1: I love what you said. Full access, like prosperity is full
0: access. Just feel how expansive that is. Mm -hmm. Right. So I would love um, if you would, I know you've gone through your experiences, your reflections on some of the experiences you had and how you kind of transformed your beliefs and created the life and who you be now, but I would love for you to go into just a little detail about um, who you work with and um, what your, uh, I always feel like when we work with someone, it's more about the feeling that you're able to support them. What are your hopes that they get from working with you? And then let us know um, where it is that people can uh, connect with you.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, I, you know, it's funny. I resisted a long time specifically naming, you know, I work with this specific person. And, um, but what I know to be true is that the people who find me Oftentimes, they're creatives who are not allowing themselves to create. Mm-hmm. They are entrepreneurs. They are definitely empaths, um, creatives, artists, um, who, again, that word full access keeps coming up. They, they've only had access to certain parts of themselves, and um, they're, they're not okay with that anymore. Hmm. they're, they're not okay. They've reached that point of like, I'm no longer willing to stay stuck in this suffering. Let's figure this out. Let's go for the ride. And it's like, you know, and it's not, it's, it's a courageous journey. It is, um, you know, getting into this, their story, resistance, patterns, fears, desires, dreams, um, and doing a lot of, uh, of going into the body, a lot of the somatic work, because that's where we transform. Mm-hmm. To really I bring like forward out of the dark what has been hidden, we have to go into the body mm-hmm. and uh, connect that to the heart and to the mind. Um, and so where so- can people um, connect with you and find you? Yeah, so you can always reach find me on my website, lauraleelife.com. Uh, Instagram is life with Laura Lee. And you know, through those channels, you can find find more. Um, Sarah, there is and there's a podcast coming out soon, Unleash Your Light. So that is exciting. It'll be coming out February 13th. Awesome. So look for Unleash Your Light,
0: her podcast that is coming out February 13th. And if something resonates, something hits that heart, or you just feel like this urge to really connect, uh, go to the show notes. Everything will be in there for you so that you can connect with her. I want to say thank you so much for being here. I love just being in your presence. You know, we've talked many, many times and you truly are light. And Mm -hmm. I know that that's what you're here to bring. So I just want to thank you for taking the time to be here with me.
1: Oh, so, so wonderful, Miranda. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next time. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram, so please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love till next time.